Republicans are at the root of Juneteenth. Howdy, folks. Welcome to the Virtue Signal. I'm Alfonso Richard with my buddy Bill Whittle. Bill, folks, let's talk about Juneteenth. Oh, hey, okay. come back here. Where you going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never seen the YouTube viewership decline in real time like that. <laughs> no, it's just one of those things that, you know, with, with the whole race baiting narrative that's been going out there and just the work that is just always being done to, to divide the country. And, and unfortunately, the biggest tool, you know, in, in the last episode, we were talking about imagination and uh, one of the biggest imaginary tools that's being used is is just pushing how much racism is out there. Just just racism is like it's just just oh, it's just so awful. It's now, all they got. The, it, but here's the thing the, where the imagination comes in is who's actually doing it. OK, it's a real thing. The systemic racism, the white privilege, the white supremacy, it's a real thing. But who they're saying is doing it is totally imagined. It's it's a whole thing where the ones who are doing the loudest accusing of it, Democrats, which I spelled D-E-M-O-K-K-K-R-A-T-S, uh, they're the ones who are actually doing it. They're the culprits who are actually guilty of all this and effectively are making other people, particularly the Republican Party, look like they're the ones guilty of it and constantly gaslighting them into it. And in this so-called Pride Month, uh, which is like a slap in the face to, you know, to, to the black community, uh, which is supposed to have this Juneteenth, but the Juneteenth is going to have the focus taken off of it to celebrate, uh, LGBT, uh, LGBT, how many, you know, they got a whole bunch of alphabets in there now. Uh, you know, but the thing is, <laughs> sorry to interrupt you, but pretty soon they've got so many letters now, pretty soon they're just going to have to just have like a minus sign, like all the letters except for, you know, yeah. This one, <laughs> or just, W probably in H for heterosexual. But yeah, gotcha. Go ahead. Right, or just make up a whole, you know, uh, make up a whole new alphabet. Sure, they can. If they, they can make up different genders, man, they can make up a whole new alphabet. Why not? Uh, you know what the thing is, Juneteenth itself. Then the Democrats come in and co-opt it. They take it over. And I, I guess I wanted to talk about, you know, I know this. Once again, you know, I, I, I guess I'm the, I'm the resident toe stepper here. This isn't something that Republican voters should have dropped the ball on. And Democrats no. at every turn have taken the credit, taken the credit and placed the blame on everything that has to do with racism, including Juneteenth. Nowadays, because of so much gaslighting, Juneteenth has become something that if Republicans even knew about it, Republican voters even knew about it. It's something that they kind of just either just kind of blow off or it's even something that they, is like an irritation to them. When the fact is, is that Republicans are basically the ones responsible for Juneteenth. Give me give me a quick thumbnail of, of your description of, June, of Juneteenth for me and the rest of the audience who may not know the details of, of what this represents. Juneteenth is basically the, the, the official stamp that, you know, um, slavery has ended. When you basically had the, uh, uh, the, um, the union come in particularly into Texas, and say, this is stopping now. Now, the problem with this is, is that 
you know, you had the already had the Emancipation Proclamation. And this is this is something that Democrats have promoted. And unfortunately, this is something that a lot of Republicans bought into. Right. This happened during the Civil War before the, before this is, the 13th this, Amendment? This is closing up the Civil War. And this, this, okay. is, this yeah. is a contemporary of that, right? Right, right, right. So now you'll have people get defensive about, you know, um, this this coming to a close, Juneteenth, a marking the close, and they'll say, "Well, the Emancipation Proclamation was supposed to do that, but it did. It, but slavery didn't stop." And I'm like, "Of course, slavery didn't stop. Do you really know Democrats to really follow the rules? When Democrats felt entitled to keep slavery going, they weren't going to immediately stop just because there was a proclamation to end it. It doesn't That's mean right. it was, was going to stop just because uh, and uh, uh, the Union Army came in and said, "Okay, this is going to stop right here." Now. People in the South will get defensive about these things and say things like, well, there was slavery in the North, too. Of course, there was slavery in the North because there was Democrats in the North. It wasn't so much about North and South. It was Republicans. Finally, the the, the abolitionists were able to pull together and say, we're going to start the Republican Party. This is our platform. We are ending slavery. And to those who say that the war wasn't about slavery, yes, it was. Of course it was. Don't people let say the it's Democrats about state, get away the with People that. say it's about states' rights. It's about the states' rights to own slaves. That's just, that's just that simple. It's, Absolutely. It, that's, a, that's an absolute uh, evasion of the issue. Yes. And, okay, and, so. and unfortunately, like just, just to close sure. that just thought, that's why Democrats are able to get away with what they get away with. When you have Republicans who were even gaslit and saying the war was not about slavery, these are the same people that's like, have y'all read? The, 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 the Confederate Constitution drawn up by Democrats, you know, it's like, have y'all read that? Do you yep. know what those soldiers went to war for? You know, so, you know, it's, it, whether, even, whether if you think that they were ignorant to or not, when you, when you take that oath and this is what you're going to do, this is the Constitution that you're upholding. So just, you know, to, to wrap that up, you know, with, with Juneteenth, you have Juneteenth is this celebration that at the core, long story short, at the core of it, was the Republican Party. And unfortunately, Republicans dropped the ball on that and Democrats mm. have taken it for themselves. This ties in so strongly with the epi- the other episode we did this week uh, on rhetorical intelligence on the ability to tell an emotional story or, or the absolute inability to do it. So let's just review just a little bit of history here. Um, the Civil War occurred because as more states were coming into the Union on the West, they were allowed to vote whether they wanted to become slave states or free states, and most of them were choosing to be free states, and that meant that the slave states in the South, the uh, the uh, seven states of the Deep South, and then the four uh, periphery states, uh, all of them slavery states, realized that very soon they were going to lose the ability to keep their slaves through a constitutional amendment because the votes were the the balance was tipping ever greater in terms of abolition politically. And so when Abraham Lincoln was elected, the first Republican nominee was um, was Freeman, Fremont, uh, John Fremont in 56, and he lost in a three-way vote. But when Abraham Lincoln was elected, the Republican Party's second presidential attempt, re- uh, Republican is elected, and the, and the states of the Deep South, the seven, uh, the, the seven states of the Confederacy, Deep Confederacy, were out of the Union before Lincoln took office. Can we just be really clear on that, right? People say, oh, it's because they invade. No, they were out of the Union before Lincoln took office. And then after Fort Sumter, shortly after the whole thing started, uh, the other four states, uh, border states, went out and you had an 11-state confederacy. But basically, and this is not hyperbole, honestly, basically, the confederacy was the Democratic Party leaving the Union of the United States of America in order to keep their slaves. 
Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's what happened. The Emancipation Proclamation took place almost exactly halfway through the war. Lincoln had the idea to do it earlier, but it was, it was said by many of his advisors, and Lincoln eventually agreed that, that he needed some kind of victory to be able to make an announcement because otherwise it was just going to look like desperation. So the Emancipation Proclamation didn't free slaves constitutionally. It was a military uh, statement that basically says, as the commander-in-chief of the Union Army, I am considering the slaves that are in the Confederacy to be contraband territory, and I am using my war powers to, to eliminate that source of labor for the, uh, for the Confederacy, the people are free. Now, you can't free slaves in, in, a, in a place where you don't have political control, right? Lincoln, Lincoln couldn't free the slaves in the, in, the, in the Confederacy until the Confederacy was defeated, mm-hmm. period. And anyone who says he didn't try hard enough or whatever, look, the second that war was over, before the war was over, when he knew he had won it, after 1864, when the Democratic uh, nominee uh, George McClellan's basic platform was, why don't we just say the whole thing was just a big mistake? The Union as it was, come back, Confederacy, you know, keep your slaves, of course, you know. So after that election and, and, and Lincoln realized that they were going to win, um, he he already started putting in motion the votes for the 13th Amendment. And if you haven't seen the movie Lincoln, it is a superb, superb analysis of how difficult that was. But he did it. So... In all of this to simply say this, Juneteenth is the celebration of black America that is the celebration of the news that they were freed by military action. The Union Army on its way cutting through the South, Sherman marches to the sea, and then he marches up the coast, which was even more impressive. He is basically running right through the guts of the Confederacy, and everywhere those Union armies go, so you're free now because we're in blue and the gray guys are are going the other way, and, and now you're free. When you say that Republicans dropped the ball is, is, is an understatement of monumental proportions. This is, this is the holiday that we should have been running and promoting from the day that this happened. This should have been our holiday, and it still can be, because you cannot deny the facts of it. This should be the day that Republicans liberated black people from Democratic slaveholders. That's what, June, that's what Juneteenth is. Mm-hmm. And... and to let them own it and for us to just walk away from it is another example of why we are in this mess that we're in. Because we simply cannot tell, how, we don't know how to tell a simple emotional story where we're the good guys. We just don't know how to do it. But well, when I say we, I mean the Republican Party. You know how to do it and I know how to do it. And and that's eh, mostly it. <laughs> and... and I hope the Republicans understand that Democrats, they have a special focus on the black community. It, you know, it, it's, and, and unfortunately, the Democrats being the cowards that they are, they make the black community the face of who the Democrat Party is. So the black community will take the, the frustration, right? We're, we're basically the face of frustration for the Democrat Party, for, for, for Republicans to be angry at. And it's, and it's, it's, it's boiling up into where they're trying to push for a civil war. That's right. And, and the Democrats are, are desperately dependent on the black community and, and they're going to fight tooth and nail to keep that vote. And what I'm trying to tell Republicans is like, look, there's no special attention or special privilege or favor or anything like that that you need to pay to the black community. But here's the thing. 
you are going to have to pay special attention to what Democrats are doing because mm-hmm. Democrats use the black community to get whatever it is that they want. Absolutely. That's just, if you want to maintain this republic, that's just a due diligence that you're going to have to do. Let me put it in perspective like this. It's like, it's like oil fields. You know how America is positioned, strategically positioned to guard certain oil fields because you wouldn't want Russia or you wouldn't want China controlling them now, would you? So when people say, we're, we're just over there occupying their territory because we want that oil to ourselves. No, no, it's not. It's not about that. It's trying to keep like Russia or China from controlling them. Well, it's the same thing with 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 the black gold of the black community. OK, you want to make sure that the Democrats do not control us because this they've imposed a plight on the black community and they always recount the plight that they impose to get sympathy vote for whatever other cause that they want. Yep. That's what Republicans need to get in the way of. But unfortunately, because Democrats run everything from the search engines to the school system to entertainment, you you name it, that influence gets out there. And yes, some Republicans get caught up with that influence, too. And they really don't see anymore the history that the black community is. Let me put it also like this. You see the marginalization that a lot of Republicans are facing now. It's like you can, you can hardly uh, uh, go on Twitter. You can hardly get your voice out. And all, this other, all that marginalization is happening. Yeah, that happened to black folks a long time ago also. And it was the law, right? It was the law to be able to be free to do that. And so the, the Republican and, and the black, Republicans of the black community have actually been kinfolk for a long time. You know? And it's one of those things where we need to, you know, uh, really focus in on who the real enemy is you know, this whole time. And just, you know, uh, speaking of entertainment, a big part of um, that cultural revolution that was happening uh, uh, during the Civil War, uh, Harriet Beecher Stowe was at the front of that because when she put out, you know, um, Uncle Tom's Cabin or- Changed the, changed the country. Exactly. That emotional connection that she made with folks, you know, and, and you got Democrats out there who uh, who are so lost in that narrative, who really don't even understand uh, what uh, what that story was about, use things like Uncle Tom as an epithet and, and don't understand that he was a hero. You know, he was the one who was who wouldn't sell out like these people are doing. It's like he was no sellout. And so when she put invert that, the truth on everything, that's in, what they do. Invert and pervert, you know, but just one note, you know, on on dropping the ball on this, like, say, for instance, you know, Donald Trump, the last uh, in his closing days of uh, he well, he's still president. He just doesn't have the White House anymore. It was, he was cheated out of it. But there's a reason why that cheating was so effective. And these are reasons why we have Donald Trump out there and he's going to do a celebration, which he didn't know that was falling on Juneteenth. Most a lot of Republicans didn't. And instead of saying, OK, well, you know what? We're not going to change the date on this. Matter of fact, we are definitely going to hold this rally on Juneteenth. Absolutely. We are going to hold the line on this and we're not going to let you Democrats take it away from. But what did he do? He gave up ground. Because he didn't really know the significance of it. And a lot of his supporters didn't know the significance of it either. And the Democrats took that from us. But he would hold rallies on a Confederate base and tell him, and say that we're supposed to be honoring these people. It's like, you wonder why Democrats progress and succeed because you are helping to promote them. If you Absolutely are saying that right. this is honorable, your own worst enemies, your own worst enemies. I mean, man, I yeah. walk down the street sometimes and I see Trump flags flown Confederate flags. And I'm like, this is why you lost, because you are promoting the Democrats for them. You're waving their flag. What did you expect was going to happen? And while you're waving their flag, Biden just said, look, I'm just going to just walk up in the White House, man, while you guys are basically paving the way for us. 
So yeah, absolutely. these things, man, like this, this holiday, man, and man, let me just say this real quick. I'm sorry. I'm not saying that Juneteenth should be some separate holiday of independence. I ain't saying that at all. We got the 4th of July. We have a day of independence. We're supposed to be unified in that. I understand where Frederick Douglass was coming from. It's like, hey, man, to the slave, 4th of July don't mean anything. And mm -hmm. I understand that. However, that's not the fault of the Constitution. That's not the fault of the American flag. That's the fault of people perverting what their rights were supposed to be and assuming that they could take liberties with somebody else's rights. That's not what our country's about. So I'm not about making Juneteenth about some separate holiday. I don't believe in that at all. We're, we're one nation under God. We're all endowed by our creator with certain inalienable rights. That's what we all have in common. That's what keeps, these are things like that that keep us united. So that's the only uh, uh, declaration of uh, uh, independence and a holiday that we need as far as that goes. But I'm just saying, Republicans, don't let the Democrats make this something that you despise or indifferent to. Republicans are at the root of Juneteenth. I'll give you a very, very quick story to wrap this up. Uh, I didn't see this personally, but I, I, I know the person who did see it personally very, very well. This is an example of how bad things are, and it's also an example of how hopeful things are. Uh, there was a party. It was a, a group of Hollywood conservatives, and, and somebody had invited a friend, a black friend who was a, a big old liberal. And when he realized he was surrounded by conservatives, he got a little huffy and said he's leaving. He didn't want to be seen around this place with all these racists. And almost literally as this person's heading out the door, they said, well, you know, if Republicans are racist and, and Abraham Lincoln is a Republican, and he couldn't even finish the sentence before the guy turned around and said, Abraham Lincoln wasn't a Republican. <laughs> what do you mean he wasn't? Abraham Lincoln was no Republican. He, was a, he freed the slaves. Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. Uh, just, just look it up. I mean, just go to, go to Wikipedia right now. And so the guy does. And he sits here and he looks at this thing and, and, and his face just falls, you know? It's like he'd seen like, like, like Yellowstone erupt or something. He's like, and somebody, this is exactly how it went down. Somebody said, and, and Frederick Douglass, and before he could finish that sentence, he said, what? And he had to sit down, Zoe. <laughs> he had to sit down. And, and so that anecdote is so valuable because it shows us how effective they've been at telling the lie, but it also shows us how easy it is to win people back if you can get the truth to them. And mm -hmm. if you want to figure out how to get the truth to them, take a look at the other episode we did this week on rhetorical intelligence. That's right. That's right. And uh, so thank you guys so much. Uh, don't let anybody tell you, you know, don't, don't, don't let these people try to give you some, some, uh, some nonsense about Lincoln. Even, you know, he didn't care about freeing the slaves and, and all that sort of stuff. His contemporaries hated him. Even like you mentioned, uh, uh, McClellan hated Lincoln. He hated his guts. And, and, and he would say himself, Lincoln has sacrificed white lives for black freedom. The Democrats hated Lincoln because they knew what his objective was. People try to say that Lincoln, you know, didn't care about freeing the slaves and said, I want to do all these things and say, no, he did that as, as press publicity. He was a political genius because by saying that he got the Democrats to go out there and make that campaign for him. He drove Douglas nuts. Douglas was like, man, if I have to beat it out of you, I, I will tear it out of you. I know that you want you. You are you are leading us to a war of abolition. So even they were saying that. So Lincoln knew what he was doing and he drove the Democrats, well, crazier than they already were and had them campaign for this guy's going to he's going to free slaves. If you don't watch out, he's going to free slaves. He'll he'll go. He'll take us to war if he has to. Lincoln's his first one of his politi first political statements. The first thing I'm going to do in political office, I'm going to strike against slavery. and I'm going to strike against it hard. So but but we've been told that Lincoln is, has been indifferent to that. 
You know, and, and unfortunately, a lot of Republicans believe that, too. Stop letting these Democrats tell you what to think about this. All right. So that's why you guys need to tune into the virtue signal. Make sure you tune into the virtue signal. Make sure you're supporting over at BillWiddle.com. Make sure you're working that share button until it smokes like fireworks on the 4th of July. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for Bill Whittle. I'm Alfonso Rachel. We'll see you next time.